It's the simple things done repetitively that make a goal happen, right? That make a business good, that make a, a body fit or healthy. It's the simple things done repetitively. Welcome everybody to the Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. And we're back with another episode of He Said, She Said. So one of the superpowers that you have is that you can do the same practices, the same things over and over and over at nauseum. Like what, like what are you referring to? Well, <laughs> here's a good example. Okay. You could eat the same salad every single night Truth. and be perfectly happy because you just view it as fuel, right? And you know, it's going to give you payoffs. It's going to give you the health that you want or the body that you want and those kind of things. You could do the same workout routine every single day and be perfectly okay with it. Mm-hmm. You are so okay with the monotony of things that it's a superpower. I am not. I struggle with the monotony of things. And sometimes I think it's a different personality type. I think we have to acknowledge that. But also it's a developed muscle like no, like like any other developed muscle. And that's what I think would be important for us to talk about today, especially in terms of building business. No matter what you do, no matter if it's your dream company, no matter what it is, everything becomes a job because everything thrives off of the monotony. Mm. And let me just say one more thing before you take off of this. This is actually a good thing. It's the simple things done repetitively that make a goal happen, right? That make a business good, that make a a body fit or healthy. It's the simple things done repetitively. Mm -hmm. Except man, we as humans, we sure push back against the monotony and we blow things up and we don't do the simple things over and over again. So help, Lori. How do us non-monotony people become okay with the monotony? Well, first of all, this is kind of a cool just observation. And I can tell you, I really nail it in some categories. And I'm really working hard in others to fall in love with the monotony. So I'll kind of share. And, you know, from this last weekend we were at, I know we've been talking about it a lot, but we were at a, a mastermind with some really incredible people. And I think what I was able to figure out from the pattern of success because success leaves clues is that they all have chosen to really fall in love with the process and not just fall in love with it, but really figure out a process that works for them or create a process that works for them if they haven't seen a process that works through trial and error. And for me to be able to like continue to show up for a workout or a meal or a process within my business, I've had to focus so hard on the results, but also understanding that majority of results are not fast. I know that results happen over the course of a long period of time. And I also understand how they show up. It's, we talk about this all the time, Chris. It's like, we'll be working extra hard in the gym. We'll be like, oh, we dialed back. See our no food. progress, see no progress, see no progress. 
it'll be 30 days of like ranking it up and going, okay, I feel like I should have seen something. I look over at him and I'm like, it's going to show up in like one day. Literally, you're going to wake up and go, holy shit, I have abs. They're <laughs> like, oh my God, look at this. It all shows up at once. Okay, it's kind of like this. You know, the holiday season comes, you're like, I'm, I'm still doing okay. Okay, I'm a little bloated, but I'm totally fine. I can't believe it. But I've been 10Xing my cookie intake. I'm drinking like a bottle of wine a night. Yep. Like, and you're like, oh my God, this year, the waste's not yeah, going to show up. Look, I'm still staying like so lean. Then all of a sudden, it it's, shows it's up. January 6th. And I cannot put any any yep. of my pants on and it all shows you up wake up once. on a wednesday morning you're like where did all this weight come from we were on a walk yesterday and yeah. by the way walks are another good example you want to walk the same three miles every single day in the morning every single day in the evening on the same better. route i'm getting better i know but i'm showing different personality yeah. types for me it's torture mm-hmm. i want to go out the front gates sometimes i want to go out the back gates sometimes i want to go around the mountain one time i want to go right like i have to mm-hmm. change it up or i get uber uber bored yep so clearly these are different personality types or you've built a different muscle than me. But you, when we're on a walk, you told me that your interview with Ryan Holiday was just awesome mm-hmm. and that he's mastered the monotony of research in all the books he writes. Mm-hmm. Expand on that a little bit. Oh, I had this incredible podcast with him and he, I believe, I believe this may not be accurate, but I believe he's written 12 books in 10 years. So you guys, that's wow. what I, the math I was doing in my head is he's writing like more than a book a year, you guys which is absolutely insane. I've written a book before. You're very burnt out afterward. You know, obviously I'm sure it gets better, but for Ryan, his books are not just like books from his experience. He's a researcher. Research books, yeah. So these are all about historical figures and he wants his accuracy to be 110%. So for him, he has to do a lot of research and then do a lot of writing So his process is so dialed in and he was really talking about how he has learned to fall in love with the process, not only because of of the result, but also because of kind of like what it does and what it staves off. So what I mean by that is he knows that when he is doing his process and when he is committed to showing up in that chair from this time to this time, that he knows that he's keeping away that feeling of frustration by not getting your creativity out. He knows that he's working through quote unquote writer's block that he doesn't actually believe exists because there's just good writing days and bad writing days when you get that committed and trained, right? There's not like you sit at the chair and say, I can't write today. It's just a good writing day or a bad writing day. So he's really working through all of these things that we sit with, meaning a lot of us just go through our lives in frustration over the lack of being able to commit to the training, good or Mm. bad. And for me, I've decided that I'm slowly going to start committing to the training, good, bad, and ugly, no matter what, because it keeps away all of those emotions and feelings and frustration and uncertainty and lack of power Even if I'm having a bad creative day, even if I'm having a bad content day, I showed up for it. And I know if I show up enough, I'm going to get great content. I'm still consistent. I'm still getting things out. I'm not sitting at home thinking, oh my gosh, I'm like not relevant anymore. I'm not showing up for people. I don't know what to say. You always know what to say. If you commit to the training, it'll eventually come. When you say commit to the training, I want to clarify for anyone that might get lost. Do you mean commit to the reps? Do you mean commit to the monotony? Do you mean commit to like, like a ball player? 
They've been playing for 20 years, but they still go and do the same drills over and over again to make sure that they're sharp. Commit to the process. This is Mm -hmm. interesting because everything becomes training, a.k.a. Everything becomes monotonous, no matter how fun or sexy it is. Mm -hmm. When it starts, I'll give you an example. Uh, Let's say somebody says, oh, my God, I would love to just get paid because I said this on the walk. I said, I would love to just write books all day, every day Mm -hmm. and uh, get paid for it, millions of dollars. And you're like, yeah, but here's the monotony of it where you would bow out. And then we went down this rabbit hole of other things. Like, oh, my God, a travel blogger. How many times have you looked at like an Instagram travel blogger? And you know they're making good money. And you're like, oh, oh my God, I would just love tra- to be a travel blogger, travel everywhere. Travel bloggers. Yeah, it's well, a job. that's what I was going to say. We know some and it turns into a job. They're like, oh, we don't feel like shooting today. Oh, we don't feel like getting the B-roll today. Oh, I don't feel like, but the monotony is what makes the money. Mm-hmm. Here's another great example, a runner, people that get paid to run, like literally sponsorships and money. They have to fall in love with the running the 20 miles the a day, training. the 10 miles, the training. Mm-hmm. I could give you example after example after example. This is where people fall short is they don't build the muscle and or they don't find the reward in sticking with the training. And you always have. It's because I focus more on what it's keeping me away from. Meaning Mm. I don't, this is really interesting. I'm kind of, it's like, I know that I've done this and I've talked about it, but I think that pain is a really big motivator for me because I've obviously felt it in different parts of my life multiple times. But I know that if I commit to the process, that good things are coming no matter what and good things beyond what we can even imagine. So I don't even try to guess anymore. It's like sometimes I plan, but a lot of times it's like you plan and and even bigger, better opportunities come. And I know that when you're really committed to a process, I'm more excited and motivated by what I'm keeping out of my life than even what I'm running towards. Like, yes, I'm so excited I'm running towards something. But I also love that I'm getting further and further away from uncertainty. I love that I'm getting further and further away from worrying if I have, you know, maybe some diseases from being sedentary or eating terrible or worried about heart attacks early on in my life or worried about not being able to pay the bills or, you know, worried about just all the things, not even worried, right? Then there's the whole, if we go from the worry to the whole emotions that you carry, When I'm doing what I know I want to be doing, whether I'm doing it bad or whether I'm doing it good, I'm still doing it. And when I am in process, I'm keeping away the frustration and this feeling like, why am I not doing this? And this lack of clarity, because if you're in the process, you're getting clear most likely and you're staying away from lack of purpose. Yeah. And for me, All of those feelings where you just, you don't know why you're here. You don't have a plan. You're giving your power to someone else. You think that your future is reliant upon someone else. Those are emotions that I I cannot live with anymore. So for me, I fall in love with the process because the process is a gift. It is a gift of, you know, purpose, action, waking up and feeling a lot of inner peace. That's really good. That's advice for people like me because... Mm -hmm. I always want to bow out when the monotony becomes monotonous. But damn, it's so important to remember that the money comes from the monotony. Mm -hmm. The payoff comes from the monotony. And you're saying, if I could just maybe shorten some of those milestones, if I could keep the grand vision in mind and remind myself that everything becomes unsexy eventually, except for you, babe. I just get better. You just get better. But seriously, like everything, like let's say you were going to be a realtor. Oh, I love homes. I love walking through them. A year later, you're like, if I have to sit in another open house, I'm going to kick that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? 
everything becomes that way. So you got to stop looking at the shine and the glitz and the adventure. And you got to start looking at the payoff that comes from those who are willing to walk through the monotony. Yep. Love that. Now, part two next week, maybe, I don't even know. Maybe we'll talk about when you know you need to change the monotony. That's a good one. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Always love and appreciate you. Until next time, we will see you next week. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.